Merry Christmas. I'm Father Brian, the pastor here at St. Michael. We welcome all of our visitors. For the first nine years as pastor, I did the four o'clock in the church. And last year, this year, I'm in the gym. We get a more of a feeling of the Christmas story. There is no room in the church, so we had that mass in the gym. Kind of like no room in the end. Okay, why did God become man? Why did God become man? Ultimately, out of love. And love can be expressed in many ways. I want to mention three tonight. Love is expressed by presence, sacrifice, and communion. First, presence. Okay, years ago in the Los Angeles Times, this story appeared about Howard Maxwell and his daughter Melinda. And Melinda was four years old, and she was enamored with the story of the three little pigs. In fact, she wanted her father to read the story of the three little pigs multiple times a day. Well, guess what? Daddy got tired of the three little pigs. So he thought of this, what he thought was an ingenious idea. He decided, you know what? I'm going to record the story of the three little pigs. And then any time Melinda comes, I'll say, now Melinda, you press play, and you can listen to the story of the three little pigs. Well, this lasted about a day, and Melinda came holding out the book of the three little pigs, saying, Daddy, read the story to me. And she said, Melinda, I told you, just push play on your recorder. And Melinda protested and said, but Daddy, I can't sit on its lap. Love is expressed by presence. And we know, don't we, increasingly today, there's a difference between virtual presence and real presence. And today we celebrate that God really became present to us in the flesh. In the person of Jesus Christ, God visited his people. He is Emmanuel, which means God with us. God so loved us that he wanted to draw near to us. He wanted to be present to us. Now, you might think, well, gosh, I wish that I lived 2,000 years ago when Jesus walked the earth in the flesh. Then I could have really seen Jesus in the flesh. But let's think about that. Imagine if Jesus was living right now over in Jerusalem. And in order to see Jesus, we all have to fly to Jerusalem. This would be very difficult. We can't even fly there right now. We need to pray for peace in the Holy Land. Well, we actually have it much better today because now through the power of the Holy Spirit, God in the person of Jesus is present to us everywhere and in a special way in Holy Communion. Jesus is present to us here in the Holy Eucharist. This is how he fulfills his promise to be with us always. We're in this season now, this time in the church of Eucharistic revival, reawakening us that God loves us so much, he's present to us in Holy Communion. The same baby Jesus, born in Bethlehem, comes to us at every Mass. You know, one of the most beautiful cathedrals in the world is Chartres in France. And it's known for its beautiful stained glass windows. And there's a beautiful window of the Nativity. And in that window, it shows Joseph and Mary. But instead of showing Jesus laying in a manger, it shows Jesus laying on the altar to remind us 
that this is Jesus in Holy Communion. Do you know Jesus was born, of course, in Bethlehem? Do you know what that word means? Bethlehem means house of bread. He was laid in a manger, a feeding trough. Right there in his birth are these signs that Jesus is the bread of life. Love is expressed by presence. God has grown close to us. Now, we too show our love for God by our presence. We're here tonight because we love the Lord. Look, half the battle of the spiritual life is just showing up, being present for Mass, being present for your prayer. And let's be honest, sometimes we may not feel like being present. But parents, do you always feel like going to your child's dentist appointment or doctor appointment or soccer practice? No, but you go, you're present because you love your children. Love involves a sacrifice. That's number two. So love is expressed by presence and now sacrifice. What does love look like? The Bible says there is no greater love than this, than to lay down your life for another. This is how much God loves us. See, Jesus became man, God became man, not only to draw close to us, but ultimately to die for us and give his life and sacrifice for us. This is why Jesus came. He's the one person whose sole purpose of being born was to die. Christ came to offer his life for us. He's our Savior. He came on a rescue mission. And every time we gather for the Mass, we are celebrating God's love, that he broke his body and shed his blood for us. Every time we gather around this altar, the one saving sacrifice of Jesus on Mount Calvary is represented to us, made present anew. In just a few minutes, we're going to hear those ultimate words of love. This is my body given for you. Now, we too are called to this sacrificial love. We, too, are called to give our bodies, our lives, in love for God and others. Okay, love always goes outward, but so often, as human beings, we get turned inward and we find that we're seeking our own comforts. We, we look for the material things of the world, seeking entertainment and distraction for ourselves. What happens as a result of that? I listened to a podcast this week by Jordan Peterson, and he said this. Psychologists today are showing that self-focus and misery are synonymous. Self-focus and misery are synonymous. It's because we're made for love. We're made to go out of ourselves, to seek the good of others, to seek to glorify God. That's going to be the source of our joy, the sacrificial love, which sounds difficult. Who wants to sacrifice? But it's the recipe for joy. It's when we get turned inward, seeking our own comfort, that we are left with misery. Finally, love is expressed by communion. Do you know the number one image of love in the Bible? It's marriage. Because love unites. In the person of Jesus, here at Christmas, we're celebrating that God and man were wed. And God wants to draw all of us into communion with Him. How are we drawn into communion with Jesus? Well, right here at the Mass, we're united with Christ. 
You know what happens when two people love each other and are wed to each other? They share everything. The two become one. Now, we get the better end of the deal here. We don't have a whole lot to offer God. But when we're joined to God, when we're joined to Jesus, we share in his very divine nature. The Bible says we become partakers of the divine nature. The early church fathers said God became man so that man might become God. That we can share in God's very divine life. Ultimately, we're celebrating tonight the story of love. That God was drawn close to us. He's present to us now in the flesh, not virtually, really, truly present to us. And then he has sacrificed his life for us. And ultimately, he wants to draw us into communion so that we can share in his divine life. Merry Christmas to all of you.